From Creation Ministries International, you're listening to Creation.com's article podcast. The research and insights that give God glory, refute evolution, and give you the answers to defend your faith. At CMI, we often speak about worldviews. Ours is that of biblical creation, which seasoned followers know means creation in six 24-hour days, a little over 6,000 years ago. The Word of God underpins our way of thinking and any model or idea that contradicts Scripture needs to be either revised or discarded altogether. Of course, modifying or abandoning such models never denies scientific facts, rather the interpretations of those facts that are based upon a secular worldview. In CMI, we are open and honest about our presuppositions. What about those who hold to a secular view of not only the world, but also that vast space beyond our atmosphere? Here we will look at some recent revelations from the fields of astronomy and cosmology in particular before closing in on the vastly smaller scale of particle physics. In an effort to resolve whether an object named Arakoth formed by a violent collision or gentle accumulation, the spacecraft New Horizons was sent to the outer regions of our solar system to explore the so-called Kuiper Belt. Many astronomers believe that objects in this region are, in effect, perfectly preserved fossils from a distant past. Based on data gathered by the flyby of New Horizons, astronomers made the case for a gentle coming together, with no evidence of squashing. This is talking about the matter accumulating to form a larger object, whether it was a tender process or catastrophic. Scientists say they have decisively overturned the prevailing theory for how planets in our solar system formed. That prevailing idea about the solar system's origin is based on the naturalistic outworkings of the Big Bang theory. The explosive bang supposedly happened some 13.8 billion years ago and marked the beginning of the universe. Dr. Maggie Adarin Pocock, a BBC presenter, warns against being too hasty with throwing out the current planet formation theory and replacing it with a new model. She said that this was only one object. Yet, other observations have been shaking the foundations of the Big Bang. This is a bit of a conundrum because observations are performed in the present, but many people are content to extrapolate these back into the distant past. Apparently, this is okay as long as you stop extrapolating at about one second after the Big Bang. Reason being that the initial conditions were rather unique. Now where have we heard something similar about the beginning? However, leaving the book of Genesis aside, the first tiny fraction of a second of some of the Big Bang models consisted of exponential cosmic inflation. Moreover, this inflation that occurred prior to the hot Big Bang is inferred by well-established observations, according to Ethan Siegel, who in the same report argues that to extrapolate beyond your observations is a dangerous game. According to some astronomers, we can no longer speak with any sort of knowledge or confidence as to how, or even whether, the universe itself began. Now that is quite an admission. Nonetheless, the article in question still features a subtitle that undermines this lack of confidence. The Big Bang still happened a very long time ago, but it wasn't the beginning we once supposed it to be. Of course, the alternative to the Big Bang, a genesis just thousands of years ago, as mentioned earlier, is unthinkable for many. The 25th of December 2021 marked the launch of the James Webb Space Telescope touted as the long-overdue, advanced replacement for the valuable Hubble telescope, many scientists were expectant that Webb's telescope would shed light on the secular origin of the universe. Things did not quite turn out as they had hoped. 
The assumption is that the further away into space one peers, the older the observed objects are, and thus formed closer in time to the Big Bang. The design of Webb's telescope was intended to far outperform Hubble and collect data from extremely distant galaxies. Maybe a handful galaxies were expected, but from the first set of NASA-released telescopes data on July 13, 2022, 87 were identified by astronomer Hao Jing Yun, who said, Even if just a small fraction turn out to be real, then our previously favored picture of galaxy formation in the early universe must be revised. Yet it does not end there, since Webb's telescope has yielded more data and likely will continue to do so. Not only was the quantity of galaxies a huge surprise, so was the putative age of half a dozen of the early galaxies. The research team assumed they made a mistake. It turns out we found something so unexpected it actually creates problems for science. It calls the whole picture of early galaxy formation into question. One possibility under consideration is that they have not found massive galaxies, but black holes instead. They are right in questioning their understanding of galaxy formation, but searching in the wrong place. More galaxies have been found in the wrong place. Consider the Wolf Disk, properly named Galaxy DLA-0817G. It has a shape like a disk and rotates just like our solar system. Upon its discovery, CNN reported in 2020 that most early galaxies are messy due to violent collisions, but this one is different due to slow accretion of gas. This in turn was in line with the publication a few months earlier that challenged the idea of violent merging of matter to form larger objects over time. It sounds like the scientists haven't got all their ducks in a row when it comes to their ideas about galactic origins. But according to what scientists know about galaxy formation, this one has no business being in the distant universe. Speaking about remote rotating disk galaxies, Marcel Nieleman, study author and postdoctoral researcher at the Max Planck Institute for Astronomy in Heidelberg, Germany, said, We now have unambiguous evidence that they occur as early as 1.5 billion years after the Big Bang. This makes it sound like light years are a measure of time, when really they signify distance. Consider also the revelation that a giant arc stretching 3.3 billion light years across the cosmos shouldn't exist. The arc, comprised of galaxies and galactic clusters, is one of the largest structures in the universe and placed 9.2 billion light years away. What is unexpected about this arc is that it goes against the idea that matter is evenly distributed throughout space, which goes against the standard model of the universe's origin. Alexia Lopez, a doctoral candidate in cosmology at the University of Central Lancashire in the UK, said, If we're finding the standard model not to be true, maybe we need to start looking at a different set of theories or rules. Quite, although she is obviously referring to secular ideas, rather than ones based upon the biblical creation account. Interestingly, Roger Close, who supervises Alexia Lopez at UCLan, was involved in an earlier report claiming to describe the largest arc in the universe, about 4 billion light-years across. We'll get right back to the article after a short break. In the video, Astronomy Volume 2, Our Created Stars and Galaxies, Travel Beyond the Solar System and Explore the Entire Cosmos. See how secular astronomy models fail to explain the heavenly bodies, but the biblical account of creation is consistent with what we see. 
This second part of Mr. Psaurus's series is in spectacular color with 130 breathtaking photographs, videos, and graphics, especially of galaxies and nebula from NASA and other sources. The presentation is easy to follow and would be good for teenagers and adults. Even older grade school kids would enjoy and learn from this video. The presentation can be broken down into approximately two halves. The first half summarizes the many problems with the naturalistic origin of stars and galaxies. There are so many difficulties, assuming the Big Bang for sake of argument, that these objects should not exist. Pissaris provides numerous quotes from the secular literature to back up his points. The second half of the video is about viewing the universe from scripture. Mr. Pissaris goes through the scriptures that relate to the universe and shows that the Bible correctly describes the universe, unlike secular theories of the past. For instance, the scripture says that there are as many stars as the sands of the sea. But until the advent of modern astronomy, the stars had been counted to only several thousand. The Bible had it right all along because we now know that there are billions of galaxies with billions of stars. This is a lesson in life in that we should not jump to conclusions when secular ideas contradict the Bible. Much of the second half focuses on the sun, mentioned a lot in scripture, showing that the sun is unique from other stars and is a blessing to man in many ways. It especially points out that the sun is no ordinary star, for if it were, life could not exist on earth. You'll learn about all of this and so, so much more with the DVD Astronomy Volume 2, Our Created Stars and Galaxies, available at creation.com store. Continuing on the standard model theme, University of New South Wales professor John Webb recently discussed a physical constant which appeared not to be so constant when investigating a quasar from the, in his mind, infant region of the universe. He suggests that the universe may not be isotropic in its laws of physics, one that is the same statistically in all directions. If electromagnetism is shown to be very slightly different in certain regions of the cosmos, the most fundamental concepts underpinning much of modern physics will need revision. This candor reveals just how shaky much of cosmological theorizing is. Finally, something more tangible, or at least nearer to us, albeit very hard to visualize, the so-called W boson. A boson is a subatomic particle, and the W is one of the weak bosons. Recently, its mass has experimentally been determined, again, and is different by 0.1% from what was theoretically predicted. That might seem a small percentage to most of us, but it is a huge difference in terms of particle physics. Similar to the scientists mentioned earlier, this research team also initially thought they had it wrong, but after lots of digging into their data and number crunching, no errors were found. Yet, the next two most accurate measurements of the value of the W bosons are consistent with each other as well as the standard model prediction, so the controversy about this particular experiment remains. If the results are verified by other experiments, the world is going to look different. There has to be a paradigm shift. Will the real W boson please stand up? Science is a wonderful thing, and the quotes we have considered here are candid and revealing. They show that astrophysicists and astronomers do not have everything figured out, and chances are they will not anytime soon. Scientists often speak with a lot of certainty, which is not per se a bad thing, even if they sometimes get it wrong. 
However, excluding a priori some views from consideration is bad practice, and this happens far too often in the realm of origin science. Unlike the science textbooks, which frequently go out of date, the Word of God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Hebrews 13.8 Sadly, it is doubtful that all the people involved in the research projects discussed above, seeing the contradictions of their ideas by their own data, will quickly turn to the revelation from the Creator of the heavens and the earth. After all, His Word does not mention, or even hint at, billions of years. Instead, they will likely just keep on searching for other materialistic means to explain what took them by surprise. As BBC science writer Palab Ghosh writes, there has to be a paradigm shift. Nevertheless, that shift should take place not solely within the confines of a naturalistic framework, as he meant it, but should encompass the supernatural, literally beyond the natural, the realm of the Creator. The Creation.com article podcast is brought to you by the studios of Creation Ministries International, USA. You'll find lots of interesting related content in the links and show notes. This episode's article was written by Lucien Tunstra. Be sure to listen to our other show, Creation.com Talk. Visit our events page to find a creationist giving a presentation in your local area. If you'd like to help us, become a monthly supporter at Creation.com donate. If you want the latest noteworthy research and news, subscribe to Creation Magazine. From everyone at Creation.com, thanks for listening.